Welcome to my monthly hot topic on a timely issue in the volunteer field. I'm Susan Ellis, president of Energize Incorporated. Are you in a volunteer management silo? When you want to increase your volunteer leadership skills, discover new ways of doing things, or simply rekindle your energy professionally, where do you look for education and inspiration? Acknowledging that you may have limited time and funds for professional development, do you tend to prioritize books, conferences, even websites that focus on the same type of setting or services in which your volunteer core works? For example, if you involve volunteers in a hospital, do you most often go to healthcare resources? Or if you work in a museum, do you most often go to resources for cultural arts? But where do you go when you want to be challenged or connect to the wider volunteer management profession? While you can learn a lot from your immediate colleagues, if you rarely venture outside your field, you are in a silo. The problem is that a silo is a storage facility with circular walls and no windows. Its main purpose is to preserve what's inside, not connect it to the world outside. Most of us would agree that the principles and even the daily tasks of effective volunteer management are pretty universal. Yet those of us who publish and plan conferences for the field know from experience that it is a hard sell to attract an audience as diverse as the field itself. Let me share two recent examples. As you may know, I coordinated the on-site bookstore at the recent Summit on Volunteer Engagement Leadership in St. Paul, Minnesota. Many of the attendees were amazed at the selection and range of books on display, about 35 titles, which doesn't even scratch the surface, of course. Over and over, people would stand at the table, look at the books without touching them, and ask, what do you have on working with volunteers in my specific setting? When I explained that we had chosen books that were relevant to many settings, they often still did not try opening any of the books. My personal favorite was being asked, does this risk management book apply to volunteers in my specific setting? I noted that the principles of risk management are about human beings, whether employees, clients, or volunteers, and issues like screening protocols or avoiding accidents apply to all organizations. The Energized Calendar of Volunteer Management Conferences actively seeks a wide variety of programs to promote. On the 21st of September, there is an event in London, UK, sponsored by the Association of Volunteer Managers, Winning in Volunteer Management, How Sports and Nonprofits Can Learn Together. Here's how they describe the day. Volunteering and sport have the power to change lives, but do all volunteer managers face the same issues? This event aims to bring together presenters and delegates from sports and non-sports volunteer organizations to see how sharing experiences, challenges, and successes can be of mutual benefit to all. I was excited and intrigued and the editorial team of our journal eVolunteerism immediately contacted the organizers to try to develop some articles on what would be discussed. However, at the moment, the event is not attracting volunteer managers from the human services sector, although there's still time to register, and I hope some of you will. I would love to be proven wrong, but unfortunately, I suspect that many folks never seriously consider attending simply because they assume they would not benefit from the program. That makes me sad at missed opportunities. Leaving your silo to explore the volunteer world is very much like recreational travel. You must go someplace away from the familiar to recharge your batteries, 
Have unexpected adventures, meet new people, and come back home able to see your daily surroundings with a fresh eye. Reading a volunteer management book or spending a day in a meeting room with colleagues you have just met is not quite as broadening as a visit to the Taj Mahal, of course, but it always offers the potential to come away with new ideas. Roger Van Ach, in his wonderful book on developing creativity, A Whack on the Side of the Head, includes an exercise that I have used a number of times at the start of large conferences. He suggests imagining conversations between people from very different jobs, such as a police officer and a clown, an airline pilot and an exotic dancer, etc. The test is to find topics that they might actually have in common. So I challenge you. If you spend time talking to someone who recruits and works with volunteers in sports, what issues might you share? What might the colleague teach you? What might you teach him or her? Of course, if you're the one in sports, let's partner you with a leader of volunteers in our nursing home. Here's my starter set of ideas. Many volunteer projects want more male volunteers. Sports organizations generally have more men involved. How do they do it? Do they do anything different to recruit more female volunteers? Do they need help with that? Most sports take place literally in the field where games are played. How do they schedule volunteers to make sure all the needed roles are filled? How do they maintain standards of care and performance remotely? What are the challenges when volunteers related to the people being served? In other words, what are the dynamics when parents coach youth sports leagues or parents volunteer in their children's classrooms or adult children run programs at their older parents' nursing home, or see where this is going? What are the similarities in running large events with volunteers, whether for sports, cultural exchange, or anything else drawing a crowd? Changing the silo status quo needs everyone's energy. It begins with a genuine interest in things beyond the familiar. Purposely read an article or go to a workshop because you think it doesn't relate to you. Were you right? Remember that someday you may change jobs but still stay in volunteer leadership, so what you don't think you can use today may become important to know later. Writers and presenters too often speak only from their perspective in whatever settings they have worked or studied. I get tired of reminding people that volunteering is not limited to the nonprofit sector and, in fact, may be even more critical to public government agencies. In the same vein, exclusively teaching with Kate's studies from human services ignores the innumerable volunteer activities and equally valid examples in animal protection, firefighting, environmental, sports, and so much more. Colleagues in the cultural arts are quite vocal about feeling left out. If you write or present, be sure you vary your vocabulary and examples. Readers and participants, on the other hand, if they test unknown waters at all, resist having to translate information to their setting-specific language. Or worse, they do not ask questions during the event that would help them understand that they will complain on the evaluation sheet afterwards if the material wasn't relevant to them. So speak up. If you are unsure how an example relates to you, ask, or offer a different example so that others also broaden their knowledge. This is good advice online as well. If what you're viewing offers a comment section or some sort of discussion board, use it. Every site visitor will benefit, and very often the source of the material will be happy to add a response to your comment too. Always remember, the volunteers we lead are not one-dimensional. We may know them through a hospital, youth sports league, or an art center, but chances are excellent that they also volunteer with other organizations. Certainly other members of their families do. 
Doesn't this suggest we ought to see what we do as interconnected and not go back into our separate silos? Do you have an example of something you learned about leading volunteers from an unexpected source? Please share. This hot topic is also available in written format on our website, where you're welcome to come and post a response as well as read the comments of other site visitors. Go to www.energizeinc.com. Or you can respond to this hot topic simply by sending an email to webmaster at energizeinc.com. At our website, you'll also find an archive of hot topics from over 20 years, as well as over 1,200 pages of free information for leaders of volunteers. Thank you so much for listening today.